Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Two Brothers channel. I'm one brother. Hello, everybody. And I'm the second brother. Welcome to this channel. Back to you, Mr. Phil. Hey, we're back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> Some of you will be thinking, where did they go? <laughs> we didn't go anywhere, actually. Um, what it is is that um, actually we've been we've not recorded for three or three or four weeks actually, and um, you know, but you may not actually even notice because we've we've got some videos backlog. But anyway, anyway, we're back. You can see I've got a new set, a new little you know thing I'm doing inspired by somebody. <laughs> Anyway, um, I'll let Mr. Claire say a few words as well, then we'll jump right into it, into what we're going to talk about today. Definitely, definitely. We're back and it's a new year. It's a new year. Um, so happy new year officially to everybody. If, in case Mr. Fuel hasn't, hasn't wished you guys happy new year. Um, it's been an interesting break. A lot has happened in between. So, <laughs> well, we all made it. You know, I won't go into the details, but I'm sure we'll do episodes to talk about what happened in between. But yeah, well, we're still here. COVID, COVID has not knocked anybody out. We're still here. And uh, we're, the numbers are all accounted for. Okay, you might be wondering where Rike is. So yeah. I'll let Mr. Phil handle that one. <laughs> Mr. Phil, over to you. Has she been booted out? Where's Rike? <laughs> Rike is alive and well, but she's not going to be joining us today. You know, um, she has, I kind of told her about the recording too late because she had other plans. So, you know, as it is, hey, we have plans and we have to honor them. So we said, you know what, um, we would excuse her for today. So you got myself and Mr. Claire, who are the two brothers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, today we want to look at this topic. The 40-year rock plan. Now, I'm, I'm going to say a few words, then I'm going to pass it to Mr. Claire. Now, the 40-year rock plan, the first time I heard of it was, whew, I was probably in my early 20s. I was fortunate to run into some business guys that, you know, were talking about making extra income, home-based business and all that. And the, one of the things that it did was to break down the 40-year rock plan and as a young man, when I saw that, I'm like, hmm, I don't want to get caught in this 40-year thing, you know? <laughs> and I realized very early that if you don't do something, that's the only path that is presented to you and offered to you. And it's almost like a train track going one way. If you, Once you get on it, you're going on the track and you're going where that track goes, you know, and we find out that so many people are on that track. Okay. And, um, and so what's that track? The track is obviously you, you, you've gone to school, you come out of university, you get your first job around 20 and between 20 and um, between 20 and 40, you will get married, you'll have children you'll have a mortgage and that locks you in the job cycle. So you cannot leave the job market. You cannot leave the rat race because you've got bills to pay. You've got a wife, you've got a mortgage, you've got, you know, heavy things on you. So 
you you have to stay on that track, you know. Then you got the politics at work, glass ceiling, you know. You got if you're if everybody has some kind of barrier. I don't care who they are, you know. Um, even if you're a white guy, you know, they're barriers because they might not like you. They might you know it might not be the right clique. You might not look right. Even even English would will discriminate against the Scottish. The Scottish will think they're better than the Irish. The Irish will think they're better than the Scottish and the English, you know? So, you know, um, they're glassing to everything, everybody and everything. So I don't want to hear when people just think it's just black or white or male, female and everything, you know, they're glassing. So you go into the work market and you actually physically experience those dynamics. And come on, it's really, really difficult to just break out of that and say, I want to go and do my own thing. I don't want this to be on this ladder, you know. Mr. Claire, what are your thoughts? Yes, um, I was open, I was widening my eyes when you were talking about, you know, even when you're white. I was like, oh, it's going. <laughs> it's coming with all the guns blazing. It's coming with all the guns blazing. Um, yeah, well, you know, 40 year rut plan. Um, I remember saying that when I was 16, around 16, and I was still in school. And it was like a big shock to the system because nobody actually articulated what everybody was doing. We just knew people were going to work and coming back home. But there was nobody that took a step back and saw the lifespan of most people, you know? And so when they broke it down, and, and, and you might be saying, where's the 40 years? You know, you said um, 20, get your first job around 20, then you work to 40, that's 20 years. So where's, where's the 40 years? <laughs> you know, uh, 45 years, you know, but, you know but, but the 45 years, like your work, your, you know, that time, all, about 30 years ago, people were retiring at 65. Mm-hmm. So officially, you have to retire when you get to 65 years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So your working life was between 20, roughly, yeah. between 20 to 40 to 65, which is 45-year rut plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but now, as we know, and in that time as well, people were working in one job, maximum maybe two, but there was no like every two three years you're changing your career. It was none of that. It was like you 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 going. It wasn't even like um, you're changing your career. You're changing your company. You know, because now we're used to changing companies. That time you walked into the Royal Mail, whichever you, whichever one you find yourself walking into, and you're stuck there. <laughs> Back to you, Mister Two. Thank you, Mister Clay. Now, one of the things that you just, thank you for correcting me. I call it, for some reason, I don't know why I call it 40 year rot plan. It's actually accurately, like Mr. Clare said, 45 years rot plan. And again, you know, while I was in my flow, I didn't actually finish what I was saying there. I just stopped at 40. I wanted to say from 40 to 65, there's a decline in your value to the market and your earning ability. So from, from 20 to um, 40, you're like, yay, 
I'm, I'm, I'm earning, I'm, I'm, I'm needed, and you get what I'm saying. But the moment you cross 40, you start your, your ability to get promotions, your ability to go up on the ladder really gets capped at age 45. And from then on, it's woo. And that happens to everybody. That happens to everybody. Now, like Mr. Kinnear said, we, nobody broke it down to us like that before we heard it. And thankfully we heard it, we heard it young. So all, like before they broke it down to us, all we saw was like Mr. Kinnear said, people go to work, come back home, go to work, come back home. And really and truly, really getting that breakdown at that young age made us understand the overall picture. And I told myself, even at that young age, that, you know what? I don't want to end up all my life in this rock, rock plan. I don't want to end up all my life. All I've had is a job. All I've had is... But again, it was the norm, like Mr. Kinnear said. It was the norm. It's like you go into a company like Ford, and it was a job for life. They will... They will okay, but when we say they will tie you down, they will tie you down with, you know, some good stuff health benefits, um, insurances, um, all sorts of perks and benefits that it would not make sense for you to leave. But here is the deal that a lot of people miss or missed back then. It is that usually when you're working for a big company like that, chances are you're not building your own purpose. Mm. Chances are you're not going for your own dreams and you're, and definitely, and this is the killer, chances are that you're not building your own equity. Yeah. And what do I mean by equity? That means that all those years, call it 25, call it 30 years that people will have worked in that company, when they leave the job, they leave all that equity there. It belongs to the company. And what do I mean equity? Um, I, I mean, like the business that you've helped the company generate, the profit you've helped the company generate, the reputation that you've helped the company generate, the, the contacts that you've helped the company generate. You can't leave that company and say, well, you know what, all the contacts that I brought, I'm taking it with you. You can't. It belongs to the company. So those are the equity that I'm talking about. And that is actually the real value. And like I said, the most important one, again, is the fact that a lot of people die without achieving their purpose. What mm -hmm. are your thoughts, Mr. Clare? Yeah, yeah. The, you know, part of the plan, that part of this 45-year road plan is that, you know, you start 20 barely knowing anything. The company will invest a lot in you and you you will be, like, put into all this training, you know, programs, and you will learn educationally, you will learn professionally, you will learn, you will grow as a as a as an employee of the company. And you know, after you know, you get to 45, if you're not in the board, on the board, one of the board members of the of the company, your way is your only way is down, which means um, your income would not go higher. Now, when you're around 45, your life is not, you know, I'm I'm past 45. I'm, 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 I'm just past 45. Wow. And I'm looking at myself and thinking, I, I, I couldn't imagine somebody telling me, okay, now you've reached your peak. 
you know, that your way, your only way now is down. You know, can you imagine that? So, you know, so when you're, I think at 45, you're still learning, you're still yeah. growing. Yeah. yeah. So when you get to 65, you know, you're probably very mature in your in your career, in your activity. You actually are very, most one of the most valuable assets they could probably have. But that's the time they will retire you, you know, for somebody younger, because obviously, you know, somebody will probably get somebody to, technology has moved on, obviously. <laughs> so what, a lot of the things you're doing probably don't need you to do anymore. And, um, you know, they could probably get somebody half your age for half the price, you know? So, uh, but, but if you were doing your own business in that time, or you were investing in yourself and building something on the side, while you're working, you know, where all that equity is not lost. You know, it's like 10 years views, um, the first 10 years of working, of establishing yourself, then the second 10 years is building on the previous years and you continue to carry that on, you know, till you get to, just like having a corner shop, you know, or having a, um, a clothing company, any company, you know, and as you grow, as the year goes on, you find that you are, your company is maturing. And, and you'll get to a point where nobody can sack you in your own business. But in a job, it's either they sack you or you sack them. <laughs> but somebody's getting sacked. That's for sure. <laughs> but someone's getting sacked, you know. And what Mr. Claire said there, I'm in the position now that I have got my own program and I'm still, I've still got, I'm still holding on a job. And I'm working towards where I don't need a job anymore. And that is where equity comes into its own. Because like Mr. Kinlea said, I have built and invested many years, not only in a job, but in my projects that I literally have equity in my reputation I have equity in my track record. I have equity in the in relationships. I have equity in experience. What are your thoughts, Mr. Kinley? Definitely. Definitely, because what, what you find is when you're in a job, you're, you're working for somebody else and you're not working for yourself. And when you look at that, who would you work hardest for? Somebody else or yourself? Yourself. Yourself. You know, so if you're working hardest for yourself, that means you care about what you're doing. Mm. If you're in a job, then all of a sudden, you know, oh, I'm not feeling 100% today, I'll take the day off sick. You know, there will be so many things that you give yourself a pass on. You know, you would not be so hard on yourself because you're, after all, you're in a job, you know. But when you take the responsibility, which is that word again, responsibility of creating something and actually investing yourself in that thing and you're working hardest for yourself you'll find that you know you 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 grow faster you will you will find that you are more um the equity that you're building is even is 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 expanding quicker and you're, you're bringing value to the marketplace, just like um, just Bezos and Elon Musk. 
Elon Musk and the, the two billionaires. <clears throat> when you look at their lives, the years that nobody knew who they were, they were just silent operators. But when they popped, all of a sudden now, they're billionaires. And nobody, everybody's celebrating them. Mm. But from school, look at their lives. All the way from since they were born, school days, they were the geeks in school. Nobody really played with them because they were not the cool people. <laughs> you, know, you know, all their teenage years, no, none of the women gave them an, an eye, you know, because they were not the cool people. You know, they started working as programmers. Nobody are uh, programmers. Come on, in the 80s, definitely nobody was checking for them. <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> and then years later, they're billionaires, and everybody that wants to know that. <laughs> Back to you, Mr. Phil. That's actually a concept that we need to do a video on on the fact that there was a time when it was your muscle that made you the big man. Hmm. Now we're living in the Work time where it's your intellectual capacity and your ability to make um, lots of money that makes you the big man now. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? That's another video. Anyway, coming back to equity, like I said, I am developing a program and Mr. Claire is part of the program and um, we're working together developing this program. And it's a program that encourages and helps people develop their own equity. You mm. understand what I'm saying? Develop their own um, purpose, okay? So um, it's, a, it's an exciting time because, you know, the world as it is, you know, is changing. We've known that this change was coming for a long time. I've seen it for a long time. We've spoken about, we used to speak about the fact that um, machines are going to displace human beings. Honestly, we, didn't, we couldn't even imagine to the level of how it would, in the sense that now we're seeing AI coming onto the scene and everything. And ladies and gentlemen, there's nothing we can do about it. AI is coming to stay. Whether 5G, 6G, 7G, AI is coming to stay, you understand what I'm saying? And it's going to land. But what that would mean is that business cannot continue as usual. So that plan, oh, go to school, get a degree, then get a job, then you'll be fine. It is completely dead in the water now. Let me actually be very bold to say this. I don't normally say this, and I've been, uh, Mr. Kinley is not new to Mr. Kinley. But let me say it. If you're going to university right now, and you're having to get a student loan to go to university right now, you're making a big mistake. It is not the going to university that is the issue. It is the getting a student loan to go that is the issue. Because there are people, it's almost like you're seeing people drop off a cliff and they're continuing to drop off a cliff and their bodies and their, you know, okay, let me, let me use another um, illustration. There's so many people out there. You just have to go to YouTube now and type student loans in America, in Australia, in the UK. They've got a degree. But they've got 70, 90, 120,000 pounds in debt. 
but they come into the market and the job that they get, the mass will never allow them to pay back the loan. So it's a vicious circle. As a matter of fact, it's even that bad today that I see it as the modern day slavery conveyor belt. Because if you have a situation, a system where these people go and get a debt, and guess what? It is the only debt on earth right now that I believe cannot be written off. So they can write Amazon's debt off in the billions. They can write banks' debt off in the billions. They can write governments' off, um, debts off in the billions. But they will not write that student loan debt off. Mr. Kinley, have you heard of it? Yes, I have. It's true. I mean, I, I can... I can certainly say that, um, you know, going to university is not the problem, like you said. <laughs> it's, the, it's the package that you're going with. Mm. Are you, are you, and, you know, and also looking at what kind of income would you be making when you come out? Not the income they promise you. Mm. You know, you always, you must always take care of the worst case scenario first. You know, uh, you know, because once you take care of the that's Mr. Phil saying, but shout out to Mr. Phil, you know, if you take care of the worst case scenario first, that means you're good, right? So if the worst case scenario is you're going to be making 20 grand a year and your course is costing you over four years, 80 grand, you know, you do the max. You know, and just to think as well, you're not going to be paying, not, not all your wages are going to go to your loan, by the way, because you still have to live. <laughs> just, just, just to put that there. So you have to do the math and you have to see, okay, so when am I going to actually pay off this debt? You know, and you find that most people out there are not the one paying off their debts. It's their spouse that is paying the debts off for them. Um, <laughs> No, I'm speaking from the screen. You know what I'm saying? If you're a guy, you have no chance. But if you're a lady, you may. <laughs> That's another topic entirely, Mr. Clerk. That's another video. That's another video for another day. <laughs> so, so it's very important that when you're going to get these loans, you're looking down the line. In fact, the rate of technology is moving such, at such a fast rate now that if you pick a course, probably by the time you finish that course, it will be, you know, totally out of sync. You know, it, it would be inspired in terms yeah. of the job you're training is already expired. So you need to look at, okay, what's gonna, what, what, what would the market need in 20 years' time, in 30 years' time? Let me start training for that now, you know. So back to you, Mr. Phil. Yeah, um, you said a lot there. Now, don't forget about this loan. Let me just finish on this loan. These loans, don't forget that there's interest as well. Oh, yeah. A lot of people forget that, that it does, it's not a static 80,000. There was a, there's a story of a lady in America that was that was paying her loan. She, I think, she had a, like a ninety thousand pounds loan. Sorry, ninety thousand dollars loan for a course, and then she she came out and was paying it down every month for, I believe, ten years or twelve years like that. 
Then she decided to go and check how much is left. <laughs> she found out what is left is a hundred and thirty thousand. Wow. She nearly died. Honestly, that's how she started crying out. Because all those years, she wasn't even paying down the interest. Mm. And the interest had gone on top of interest and gone on top of interest that she's like, I've been paying this thing for 12 years religiously. So I should have made a dent. At least on my 80 grand loan or 90 grand loan. She found that it's grown. Like 40 percent. Wow. <laughs> People don't think about that. And again, don't forget that in today's world, take advantage of educating yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let the system, don't rely on only the system. I am living proof that if you are diligent and you want to really self-educate yourself, you can, and you won't die. Look, when I decided not, I decided not to go to university, and when I decided not to go to university, I was like, like Mr. Kinnair said, the worst case scenario was I'm gonna die. <laughs> that was the worst case scenario. And I said, you know what, if I'm gonna die because I didn't go to university, then I won't die. Now, some people will be like, Come on, Mr. Phil. Of course you won't die. Hey, when it's you, your neck is on the block. It won't feel that easy. You know, I wasn't feeling that easy, but to be honest, I'm glad that I chose to educate myself because if anything, I don't think I, I missed anything. Mr. Clare, do you think I missed anything? Be, 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 be honest, as in, you know, good or bad. Um, certainly you haven't, well, it depends on what your life goal was, you know, because you, you started educating yourself and that was your university degree. Yeah. That was your learning. Yeah. You did a lot of critical thinking over the years. Mm. Challenged the way, the construct of what we, the, the, the life that we're all living. So, and I went through a similar path as well, you know, and so it's it's something that when you're person when you're when you're on this personal development journey, you know your your education doesn't stop at twenty. No, like they tell you to like okay now you've stopped you've stopped education now you start work no no it doesn't stop that way. Your education actually starts at twenty, <laughs> you know because now they've given you the basics. Now you need to start educating yourself like your life depends on it because it actually does depend on it. <laughs> and I think that's what we had because we didn't have a safety net. We didn't have no. a fallback option. So we were reading those books. We were applying those books. We were, you know, uh, uh, developing ourselves, going to seminars and, you know, re-listening to tapes. And it was like our life depended on it, you know? And it, it did depend on it. And because we did those for about, you know, 30 years or, or so, you know, you will see that there's a lot of things that it has shaped who we, be, who we became. You know, it's like you poke us and what comes out is those investments that we've done over 30 years. 
definitely. Now, let me ask you a question, Mr. Claire. Would you say that, um, would you say that the self um, information, self thought, self um, teaching yourself and guiding your guiding information is more important today than it was even when we started? Oh, much more. Much more. Because that time when we started, actually it was very expensive when we started. Because you couldn't just get access to information. You couldn't just Google it. You couldn't just YouTube it. You couldn't just, you had to go to a library to get the books. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> in fact, if you couldn't get the books in the library, you had to order them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, you know, you had to join like a, a book and tape club every month, you know. So the information was very, very, you know, uh, it was very expensive. It was very expensive and it was very scarce. You know, it, it wasn't easy to get to. But the information was gold dust. So I, would, I wouldn't say I wish, you know, I didn't go through that because... He gave me another, maybe that's, that's something that I'm not even taking for, you know, I'm not taking to into, realizing in today's age that people have easy access to it. So they that's might not thing. appreciate it. Thank you, know. you. Thank you. Thank you. And so it's actually even more important. Now, why are we saying all these things, gentlemen? Let's bring it all around. We're saying this, that, look, in today's world, you will not hear what we're saying out there. Everything is out there, mainstream media. All they will tell you is that business as usual. They will still tell you, go to school, get your degree, and you'll be fine. That is a lie. You need to understand that you go to school, get your degree, but know that there's a fight out there waiting for you. Am I wrong, Mr. Clay? Oh, yeah. You're not wrong. Okay, I'm not wrong. So what do I mean that there's a fight there waiting for you? The market is getting more competitive. So you have to have, yes, have your degree, but know that you have to be ready for the fight with information. And the good thing about it in your time now is that information, like Mr. Claire said, is way cheaper. So I don't care where you are. I know we've been doing videos and we've been focusing on Nigeria. Or we say, yeah, because you guys, a lot of people need the information in Nigeria. But I don't care where you are in the world, okay? Information, information, information is like Mr. Claire said, gold dust right now. What kind of information, you know? How do I personally develop myself? What, what do leaders think about? Get a book on leadership. Read, like we keep saying, how to influence and influence people, magic of thinking big, um, think and grow rich, read things, things like that. Have a discussion with people. Develop your team of people, okay, that you would you 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 would challenge each other together. It is far more important nowadays. And the bottom the bottom line is that we're talking about the 40-year rock plan. Look, there's nothing more sad than you going through the whole of your life in the rock plan, at the end, you'll just be given a gold watch and bye-bye. <laughs> but guess what? Your bill still doesn't stop. Mr. Kinley said it was 45. I had to calculate and say, yeah, you know what? It is, you know. But I'm 50. 
I'm 50 this year. I don't feel like that that I'm at the end of my year, my days. I don't. I actually feel that I feel better now than I did before. Now, mm. I see more potential for me now than I did before. I see. So, if I'm honest, I see me going through 40, uh, 55, 60, 70, and I'm still gonna be like, "Let's go." I look at someone like Sadhguru. As long as we take care of our bodies and we're not um, lackadaisical about keeping our body in shape and being fit, man, we can live for a long time. And so if you're going to live for a long time, are you just going to live for the next, you know, the later years of your life and then you are now scrapped for money because you are now retired? That is what people need to think about, okay? No, your trajectory has to go like this. And this is, this is what I intend for myself. And I intend it for, I, I wish it for you too. I can't intend it for you. I can wish it for you. But we have to start thinking about going only on the upward trajectory and nothing should stop it. But one of the things that, you know, practically, like I said before, Practically, we're not just leaving it to chance. We can't leave it to chance. We're putting things in place. So like Mr. Clay, you know, going into the future, we're putting things into place that will make sure that we don't rely on a job for this to happen. We can't afford to rely on a job for this to happen. Because chances are, if the only plan you have is the job. And when I say job, I'm talking about even the entire system. I'm talking about the entire system. I'm talking about government plan for you. Um, you know, some people will look at us in the in the UK and America and they'll think, ah, oh, they've arrived, you know, because government seems to be doing better. But after a while, even that cannot save you. Can you nope. save you, Mr. Kanye? No, nope. no. Nope. Okay. So what do you think? Um, just round up, what do you think? people have to put in place to... Well, the, the, you know, so we're, we're at 65 years, so you retire. How many pensioners do you see, you know, because that's one question they used to ask that time. How many pensioners <laughs> do you see running around having a great time with their life? You know what I mean? You know, saying, oh, we're retired now, so we're now going on, you know, you know, most pensioners are now looking at, looking for their kids to look after them. You know, so... It's not like, you know, once you even retire from the 45-year rot plan, you're, 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 you've made it. You, you made it. You give you a golden ticket. You might get an Oyster card. That means you can go on the uh, Freedom Pass, sorry. You get a Freedom Pass. So that means you can go on the, you know, on the train system for free after 9 o'clock, you know. Um, but... You know, what we found out is most people actually get a job then working in supermarkets and, and things like that. And, and you know, another dangerous bit is once you have nothing you're doing, people tend to die quicker. So, you know, if you're, if you're in that far, you know, so most people die in the five, five years, around five years from the time they retire. So, so before you put yourself into that kind of scenario, if you were in your own company, you know, you're building something that you're passionate about. 
you know, and you're investing yourself in that for years. And but by the time you get to that age, you might not want to retire. You might want to still carry on. Just like, you know, I think the queen is now over 90 years old and she's still working, you know? So you want to be, you want to have those options. You deserve those options. That's all I'm going to say about that. You know? okay. okay. So let's round this off and just say that, you know, um, like Mr. Claire says, you deserve those options, but guess what? No one is going to do it for you. Like, like Jim Ron <laughs> said one, and this, this actually always hits me. He says, if you don't um, have a plan for yourself, the system will have a plan for you. Mm. And guess what they have in store for you? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Not much. Correct. So... Like Mr. Kinley said, you deserve better. But like I'm saying, you have to put that in place. We have a program called Gift Genius that you may get exposed to as time goes on. We don't want to make this channel about Gift Genius because we've got another channel about, about that. But, you know, the intention is to make sure that not only us, but many people that are within our network don't find themselves, you know, up the creek without a paddle. Hmm. don't find themselves stuck at the most critical time in their life when they're old, when they cannot move anymore. That's when then the income stops. It's bad enough when you're young and you're broke and you're struggling because you don't have money. Imagine it when you're now 70 and now it actually stops. You are now working with your working stick, trying to go and start sh stacking shelves in Sainsbury's. Hmm. Nah, nah, nah. Now, the system has no solution for you on that. And again, if it's not in the UK or in America, you know, imagine you're broke in Nigeria at 70. Man, <laughs> unfortunately, your life may be even worse than a dog. Hmm. I noticed that when I went, last time I went to Nigeria, there were no dogs on the street. Hmm. I think they've eaten them all. <laughs> the dogs are looking after themselves. <laughs> they're, not, they're not roaming the streets for people to look after them. <laughs> they know. They've migrated from Nigeria to Benin Republic. <laughs> they've told each other, look. It's time to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave Lagos. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look, on that note, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, we hope that we've uh, made some sense and we hope that you've been able to pick one or two things from this topic. You know, I'm just going to let Mr. Kinley say goodbye and then we'll wrap this up. Everybody, goodbye and hope to see you next time. <laughs> God bless everybody. Speak to you next time. Bye.